Welcome back to the Mountains in the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album and more every other week. I'm Christy. And this is Josh. And today, today, we are so excited to bring you remixes of Somebody Somebody and Face Down from Emancipation. And a couple bonuses. You said and more. And uh, more. This is one of those and more right. episodes. That's right. And these are not from the album proper. They were appeared in other places, which we'll get to in a minute. Correct. I hope hopefully you've gotten your fix of emancipation over the last six episodes of this podcast <laughs> where we took every disc and split them in half. That's right. And did six episodes just to cover the three disc emancipation set. Now we're moving on to other parts of emancipation. That's right. And there's lots of other parts Plenty. of emancipation. Plenty. <laughs> But we're going to start it off with some remixes of Somebody, Somebody. Yeah, you don't think of Prince sitting down and remixing some ballads. No, not usually. he did it here. That's right. Um, And we got these on the Holy River single, which only had the radio edit of the Holy River on it. Yeah, it's weird that it's it's branded... The Holy River, but most of it is somebody's somebody. Right. So I don't know why he would do that. I don't know why it would be. I I have no idea. But that's what he did. And the the Holy River single in the U.S. only included the Holy River. But if you wanted the remixes of Somebody Somebody, you had to buy it from the U.K. or evidently Australia. I just saw UK on Prince Vault, but I was looking at our copy of it, and mm-hmm. it was printed in Australia and has an Australian number on it. Yeah, I don't even remember where I got this thing. It's one, one of those very slim plastic CD sleeves mm-hmm. with just a single panel insert. Yeah. Yeah, it's got AUS colon and a number yeah. next to the barcode. Yep, and then orange CD. That's right. Which is quite nice and mm-hmm. a very artistic, pretty, probably painting, probably. Or like a digital type thing by yeah. Steve Park, I yeah, think. Yeah, something yeah. by Steve Park where it's a waterfall and a river. I mean, I assume it's a river because it's the Holy River, though it could just be a pond, but. Maybe it's a vertical river. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gushing waters seem like something he was probably going for. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a. Pretty simple single, and it was released in January of 1997. Mm-hmm. The mixes that we have are an edit of Somebody, Somebody, which we're not going to talk about. Nah. We're just going to talk about the mixes, which is the live studio mix and the ultra fantasy edit. Yeah, that to my knowledge, there was no ultra fantasy unedit. Right. Not circulating anyway, yeah. but this seems to indicate that there may be. Or just that the edit of this song was the ultra fantasy version. Maybe so. You would think you would call it a remix, but, you know, Prince is an enigma. No, he did not follow naming conventions very well. No. Thus releasing this album and this single without a name. That That's true. Very true. So first we're going to talk about the live studio mix. And boy, it does sound pretty live it's got some very nice live sounding prominent drums definitely like a live 
recorded live in a studio and then I would say also polished up afterwards even though it's called it's I think live studio mix is probably a good a sure. good way to call it because like yeah it has tons of vocal overdubs by Prince and you know it was like a staple of his to polish up tracks like that with additional singing and instrumentation and sound effects such as ticking clocks and <laughs> running water. Um, but I would I would say that, uh, yeah, mix is a key word in yeah. the title. And that's fair, and it's very fun. That's a different performance. It's nice to hear it. Yeah, basically like a new take, sure. a re-recording of it yeah. to a degree. There's uh, these rising keys. It's a very 70s sound. We've said it many times how his ballads, def- in particular, you can hear the 70s influence of him growing up. The 70s sound had on his ballads most intensely. I agree. It's yeah. a very like soulful kind of thing. Sure. And he sings it with a lot of soul. Like at 26 seconds, his mm-hmm. vocals are real strong and there's no background music. Just no nothing but his voice, save for some... Again, rain sound effects to go go along with. Oh. It's two o'clock in the morning, and I just can't sleep. And I kind of thought that almost sounded like an audience sound mixed in too. Oh, maybe a so. A little bit. Two o'clock in the morning, and I just can't sleep. So, I guess but I'll I just go to River because he literally says, outside the rain is pouring. Right. I'm only asking, please. So, yeah, he's, I mean, again, this is the man that put a woman with a raspberry beret <laughs> oh, on. Oh, God. Can you give it stage. a rest? Well, I'm just saying, it's a often very literal take on things. Sure. As We've all heard here. how much you dislike the... <laughs> Yeah, see, now that I've pointed it out, he's just going to point it out more. Yep. I'm it, sorry, it, audiences. Mark the tape. It's coming back later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a really great rhythm guitar that's only in the left channel. Yep. Super fun. Yeah, I don't know if that's Prince or maybe Cat Dyson who's mm-hmm. playing in that side. Also, Mike Scott is assumed to be on this. Did we cover who's assumed to be on this? They're not no, listed, really. We did not. Um, of course, that little man named Prince, Kirk Johnson on drums, which I think you can kind of tell. It's okay. kind of very sounds like his style. Um, Rhonda Smith on bass, Morris Hayes on keyboards. Cat Dyson on guitar and also Mike Scott on guitar. So it was definitely the 96th, almost basically the touring version for the Jam of the Year tour mm-hmm. of the NPG. There's these shimmery space adjacent sounds that are super fun. Those appear in a lot of places throughout Emancipation. Yes. And it was fun to hear them here in Somebody Somebody as well as Mm -hmm. other places where it didn't appear in the album version. Yeah. We always love a good Prince guitar solo when he vocalizes or sings along with the guitar, and that's part of this too at a minute and 35 seconds. (laughs) 
speaks some lyrics mm-hmm. instead of singing them. He speaks, there's a hunger deep inside of me, and it's altered a little bit as well. There's a hunger deep inside of me. Oh, baby, the fire's burning. I want to give good love to you, girl. Can't you see my young? And then... He changes a few lyrics here and there. It just sounds a little more ad-libbed. I yes. want to give good love to you, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't you see my yearning? Yeah. I think it's you like know. a more almost relaxed take. Like he's committed it to tape already. Right. And so this is almost like a... I don't, ha- I don't have to be perfect with lyrics. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I've, done it, I've done it right. Now I'm going to do it different. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exa- well, exactly. And he's not, I don't have to do it exactly the same because I'm not layering this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not a, this is not that sort of situation. Yeah. Although he'd go back in and layer it anyway. Well, right. Prince and his polishing cloth. It's <laughs> never underused. There's a pretty cool breakdown at a minute and 57 seconds when he yeah. does the, uh, it's 2.05 in the morning, and I got no one to call, and it's just kind of, it's 2.05 in the morning. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah it, like, it kind of goes around, too. Uh-huh. It's fun. Yeah. 2.05 in the morning, and I got no one to call. Yeah, really it made me cool. want to sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. <laughs> Don't Down the Holy River? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> There's a nice uh, breakdown of the chorus at two minutes and 20 seconds that uses basically the backing tracks from the album version of him singing Tonight I Want to Be Somebody, Somebody. So again, kind of the... It's nicely produced, but again, not not just a simple live take. No, no, no. Lots of fun guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Enjoyable. It is. It's a nice take on it. I think all of these mixes are the right length, too. Yes. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but... Somebody, somebody is like almost five minutes on the album. Right. And um, this one is three minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah. It was almost like a, could have been the single version of the song. Right. But it appeared on the single version of the Holy River <laughs> instead. Sure. Yeah. It almost sounded like a rehearsal for the tour that they committed right. to tape. And then Prince went in and did some yeah. work on it. And it's, it's a nice little gem. Sure. You know, definitely got some. Barry White moments there at the end when the song <laughs> winds to a close and he says, you know, I'll be keeping it hot for you, Barry. Uh-huh. And the ever-present thunderclap uh-huh. and rain ending. You know, I'll be keeping it hot for you, babe. He left out the whole spoken bit about looking for someone to hold him and console him and yep. cook for him bit. So yeah, I'm okay with that. Sure. Sure. I also wanted to point out, I think we mentioned this, it's been so long since we covered the song in episode one of Emancipation back in yesteryear, but uh, that the song has writing credits shared for it, right? With Brenda Lee Eager and Hillard Wilson. And I'm mentioning this because he also wrote the original lyrics for Hide the Bone, which comes (laughs) into play here in a little while. Yes. Um, Oh, It does. Oh, okay. Trust me. Okay. (laughs) 
Give me this one thing, Christy. <laughs> That's fine. Christy's oh. like, I didn't make any notes on hide the bone. What? Where'd you hide it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's the live studio mix. Next. (laughs) Then we have the ultra fantasy edit. Another short one. Three minutes and 46 seconds Mm with Prince essentially playing everything. And Rhonda Smith making an appearance. Maybe some vocals and definitely... Her private answering machine. Absolutely, yes, because it starts in the left channel with Rhonda's answering machine outgoing message. Yeah. Hey, this is Rhonda. I can't come on the phone right now, but if you leave me your name and number after the tone, I'll call you right back. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of almost like you could see Prince playing a joke, like I'm, I recorded this and I'm going <laughs> to use it. And Rhonda probably being okay with it. Yeah. Oh, whatever, Prince. She even has like the smoky delivery on her answering machine. Uh-huh. So I give him credit for saying, hey, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Contrary to what you've been told, this is the WNPG and we have just taken control. Ultra fantasy mix. Contrary to what you've been told. This is WNPG, and we have just taken control. Ultra Fantasy Mix. It's a mix in the right. lyrics, but yeah. not in the title. Oh, man. What a mistake. So the, it's this Camille-type sped-up voice, which I will also... Uh-huh. You, I mean, I was expecting it because I've heard this for <laughs> a number of years now. But on first take, I was like, wow, this is... Very unexpected because that effect on his voice wasn't used anywhere on Emancipation. No. Um, So here we have it appearing uh, as an intro to the Ultra Fantasy mix. And I don't know what other people were told Uh that we have to be contrary to it. But he's setting the record straight regardless. (laughs) So it might be the first appearance of WNPG that he would then use again during the One Night Alone tour. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to say he's taken over your radio station. Right. One of your favorite Prince songs, I think, is the Big City remix of The Good Life. Uh-huh. Te- checking the mic one, two there. Uh-huh. But here it's testing the mic one, no, two. No, no, it's not checking the mic. It's test it goes one, two. Oh, that's two. right. Test it goes one, two. The good life. Sorry about that. It's a play on words, and I yes. find it very funny. Test it goes. One, two. Because I'm 12. Just M- Mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not literally, because our son is older. Both of our children are older than 12, so I can't literally be 12. But No, but that that's right there at 21 seconds. I was like, I'm sure Christy's going to hear that and make a connection to uh-huh. one of her favorite Prince tracks in uh-huh. the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of in the background a little bit, kind of buried, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another, it's basically another resung vocal track and baking track, backing, packing track, not the baking track. <laughs> <laughs> another resung vocal track and backing track of all of Prince's voices throughout this entire song, uh, starting right. at 30 seconds. So. so many layers of Prince. Lots of it. But also a little less aching. Mm-hmm. You know, more in this version. playful. Yeah, it's it's more of a this is the thing I'd like 
rather than this is the thing I yearned for so deeply in my soul yeah. that I can't yeah, yeah, stand yeah. it anymore. Like the album version was how he feels privately, and then this is how he might present it to impress people. Mm-hmm. Yes. You sing it this way, you can impress folks, as he <laughs> might say. Lots of like his sampling of his own voice of the do it, do it till the job gets done and right. testing the mic one, two at 52 seconds. And he misses the be different in the album version and the live studio mix. When he says be different, there's a very deep baritone oh, yeah. be different sample. Right. It's missing from this one. And I'll, I'll only point that out because I'm going to talk about the next song that we talk about. So. No. Okay. You do that. Yeah. You drop it in here. Yeah. There's also a little vocal change. Like you said, he's sort of like already done the proper album version of this. Mm-hmm. So this is more fun and freeform. After he sings, there's a fire burning at a minute and 30 seconds. New lyrics. He drops in, I'm ready for the ultra fantasy. Can you see my yearning? Uh-huh. There's a hunger deep inside of me. There's a fire burning. I'm ready for the ultra fantasy. Can't you see my yearning? Yeah, and it sounds like a woman's voice. I think that's Rhonda Smith. Yeah, agree. Yeah, there, and there's little, like difference musically there's like some kind of oddly placed airy sort of keys that are strange but work and then there's some kind of bells yeah also kind of oddly placed but not unpleasantly so yeah, it sounded a little like space, the space mm-hmm. maxi single mm-hmm. to me at about a minute and 58 seconds when all of that kind of comes into play. Um, yeah, it's not like it's misplaced or seems out of sorts, but it is unexpected. Right. All, all okay with me. Right. Surprise me. Mm-hmm. We uh, get a spoken word that's a little hard to understand. Somebody that's right for me, maybe. It's kind of this croaking sort of voice. Where is that? At a minute and 51 seconds. Oh, okay. All right. So, but they're kind of buried and hard to understand. Yeah. There's a lot of buried stuff here. Like uh, he kind of is talking to himself all alone. Just me and my telephone. Gonna make this phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes and thirty three seconds. That made me wonder. Like, wait, is this phone sex? Because he kind of says it's all over me and the telephone. Hmm. You know, make this phone call. It's like hard to hear. So I'm like, maybe there, I don't know what's going on here exactly, but he made a mess of something. (laughs) Oh, you, I heard, I heard just me and my telephone. Oh, I heard all over me and my telephone. I heard all alone, just me and my telephone make this phone call. Yeah. But you be the judge. 
Rhonda's answering machine again. So he's actually calling Rhonda, which is also... <laughs> well, that... Oh, oh, so maybe it's not phone sex. Maybe he's calling Rhonda's answering machine, listening to it, and doing things. <laughs> I think you're reading a lot into the song. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm telling you what I heard, okay. and it was messy. It was messy. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep, and it ends with the beep, like we should be leaving a message, or Prince should have left a message, but maybe hanging up <laughs> instead. Right before it ends, too, there's another like whispering Prince there at three minutes and 38 seconds where he says, oh, baby, where are you at? Mm. Right before the do it, do it till the job gets done. Uh-huh. And we just get the, like the little ending of Rhonda's Angst Machine. Mm. Thank you. Oh, so he's like wondering where this girl is. I guess. Yeah. Maybe where are you at? It's two o'clock in the he's morning. Why aren't you people? home? Although he's a married man now. Well. Okay. Yeah. It's well, it's ultra he, fantasy. It's not just fantasy. That's this right. is advanced Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> Prince style. Well, we know that this song predates his marriage because sure. the next song that we're going to talk about is Derek Hughes' version of Somebody, Somebody. Right. This was sort of the bonus we threw in here. Yeah. Not officially released. No. there in was full. A, right. There was a sample of it yep. on an MPG sampler that was given to some audience members in March of 1995 at the Ultimate Live Experience Tour in the UK and Europe. Yeah. He was a soul singer and a friend of Levi Caesar Jr.'s. I think that he is completely dissed on Prince Vault as being friend of Levi Caesar Jr. Oh, really? I'm sure that's a fine thing to be referred to as. I'm great. You're friends with Levi Caesar Jr., but really his claim to fame is being one of many lead vocalists for Tower of Power. Yeah, he had a pretty short stint. It was only a couple years early in the in the early 90s. But I think that but, means a, uh-huh. at least as much as, I mean, yes. So friends with Levi Caesar Jr., that's how he got a connection with Prince and the NPG. Sure. But Hey, by the by, I mean, Prince worked in Tower of Power music into his shows uh-huh. plenty. Right. And that's fair. And evidently, Prince continued to like Derek Hughes' music because in the audio show number two in March of 2001, Prince played as DJ for that musical episode, episode yeah. a song from Derek's only solo album, 2000's All for Love, and that song was Can You Say Love? And it had no Prince input, but he liked it well enough to include it on his audio show. That's interesting. I didn't know that that was played in an audio show. I Mm -hmm. did read that, and of course, that particular album is not available on any streaming service that I could find anywhere, but it was written and produced with Levi Caesar Jr. and then contributions by... Morris Hayes, Javetta Steele, who was part of oh, the Steels, uh-huh. Tommy Barbarella, oh, okay. and Monty Moore, who was one okay. of the original members of the time. So there were certainly Prince connections there. Sure. And uh, another Derek Hughes factoid or a way that people might know him was that he toured with Roberta Flack. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. He 
he's released other music fairly recently too. It's a lot of like Christian mm-hmm. you know, pop, pop, Christian soul. Yeah. Yeah, he's very popular in the Bay Area near mm-hmm. San Francisco, from what I understand. So, yeah, which is where Tower of Power was from, Oakland. Right. So, yeah, I think if you know Derek's voice, this take is not a surprise. I mean, it fits right in, sounds like him. Yeah. Is him, with the exception of um, it even contains Prince's background vocals, it too, which is interesting. It absolutely does. Yeah. It is interesting because this version of it was recorded in, they believe, sometime late 1994. Yeah. Yeah. So it had to be before before March of 95 because that's when the sample of it was included. Yeah, there was a small, how long was that snippet? It was like. I don't know. I do. (laughs) 46 seconds is what was included on that cassette that was handed out. And the full length of the cassette was seven minutes and 46 seconds. Oh, so. so, you know, it was a real time commitment to sit down and listen to the whole thing, huh? Yeah. You yeah. had to, you know, put some thing, get your <laughs> priorities straight. That's right. Get yourself a drink. But it included everything from, like, pieces of Exodus to Madhouse music mm-hmm. um, to this Derek Hughes take and yeah. Kama Sutra pieces were all on that. Mm. So I mentioned that the ultra fantasy edit was lacking that deep baritone be different. This version of it has that same be different. You're talking about the lyric that's maybe tonight will be different Uh than the nights before. Be different. He says it real deep. Maybe tonight will be different than the nights before. And it is in the Prince album version. Yep. So, I don't know who is singing that. Hmm. I wonder, is that a sample of Derek Hughes? Or is that a Prince backing vocal that he did? I can't tell because it's always sung underneath. It's always underneath somebody else's vocals. So it's hard to tell whose vocals that is. But I, you know... Mm-hmm. Fun. Interesting to think about. Oh, very cool. Because I do hear Prince's background vocals, of course, in the chorus here. Right. Oh, but all also, over the place. Yeah, Living in It All Alone, A Pretty House, mm-hmm. Mine All Mine are all Prince background tracks, which it seems weird that he would back up another man singing the song, but that's what happened. And maybe why it was never released. Maybe. Did you notice, I, I heard this again today, doing final prep for this episode, about three minutes and 11 seconds, there's the Prince background singing, Tonight I Want to Be Somebody, Somebody, I Don't Want to Wait Another Day, all mashed together. Very different from the way his vocals were in the released album version. That one little snippet was either they're edited together. I can't tell if it's really sung that way, but they are all mashed together in a way that you don't hear on any other version of the song. Very cool. 
Uh, Derek Hughes does a pretty decent falsetto and follows mm-hmm. it pretty shortly with uh, some very nice baritone. So uh, impressive range on his own. Yeah. So good job. does include the spoken interlude mm-hmm. and of course the clock ticking at 205 in the morning yeah, the same clock from mm-hmm. the most beautiful girl in the world and mm-hmm. other songs yes it's two five in the morning and i got no one to call um and he does have the super soulful growly lyric delivery at just before three minutes it's fun yeah he sounds a lot like sunny t's lead vocals from exodus it almost sounds like he could have been a co-lead vocalist on exodus which i don't think he had really any involvement with at all but that's what i initially thought i was like is that sunny t no that's the that's that's Derek hughes Mm -hmm. yeah 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 where I got a hold of the entire song. I don't really well, remember. But. It's on YouTube. Okay. I well, found it I didn't, there too. I didn't get it from there. All right. Then we have Face Down. There was a promo single released in April of 1997. Obviously, it never charted because it was only a promo single. A commercial release was planned. Yeah. But because EMI went in the pooper. Yeah. The uh, division that was doing the promotion for Emancipation was dissolved. Yeah. So this one was shelved. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, just met with a lot of life circumstances, right? Between the birth of his child and the tragedy there. (laughs) You know, it's supposed to be his first big release as a free artist and... I guess you quickly realize that, you know, a corporate backing does make a difference when it fails and then all your plans sort of don't, don't come together. Well, EMI was corporate. It just, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like he got an arrangement he wanted with a different corporation. Uh huh. And when that part of it failed, it greatly affected, you know, plans. Yeah. Um, I had forgotten that there was a maxi single configuration of this whole song that was planned to Mm -hmm. with face down versions, including a clean album version, which Uh might just be bleeped or dropouts. Right. The extended rap money mix, which we did get a release of 1-800 new funk house mix, instrumental money mix, which we do have and acapella, which we have here. So, and it also included a remix of the Holy River and a dirty house mix of the Holy River, oh. which never saw the light of day. Huh? Yeah. Okay. It, the, near the beginning, we get a woman, and I can't tell if she's laughing or weeping. I think she's weeping, like she's sad that Prince is dead. Hmm. But I thought laughing. Oh, really? I have eight seconds. Woman laughing. But uh-huh. I did compare it to like what we heard in Slave. And there's been a lot of comparisons throughout Prince's career of 
Can you tell the difference between laughing and crying? They're so similar. All right. And then we we get a chorus that's not just face down. You're right. So there is a chorus, but I can't understand it. Yeah, you you made me realize that I don't know what he's saying either. (laughs) And it nearly ruined the song for me. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't let it ruin the song. Okay, but we're going to talk about this. But listeners, Uh I would like you to come find us on our social media and tell us what you think he's saying in the extended rap money mix of Face Down, starting at about 12 seconds. I heard something like, don't know any why, or demo when he fly. (laughs) You can't just make (laughs) sentences up. Don't play with the money. Face down, never going to take what's mine, because it show ain't funny. Right. So that's the part we understood, but it was the like the first like four words. I can make out the word any. And that's the only clarity I have for that whole line. Mm -hmm. And it is repeated throughout the song. I've listened to it for, I don't know, how many years now? 18 years? No, Uh 28 years? Yeah. 27 (laughs) years? Never realized I was just singing along by making mouth noises. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So a very laid back performance, mostly the same lyrics as the album version, but real laid back he did a fun job of cleaning it up in places yeah in in places so there's uh bury him face down let them all kiss our ass let them all instead of yeah let them all instead of let let the mfers right thought it's all very much more sung than rapped and certainly more sung than the album version too. absolutely yes there's some additional piano in this also in the background especially at a minute where he says just laughed in his face that i had not heard before calls for horns and you get Steve Park's Jeep sample uh-huh. in the album version. They're all synths and Park's Jeep is not in the lot yeah. anywhere. Yeah. some new lyrics or some ad-libs there's Mm -hmm. the party goes on and on and a minute and 50 seconds that's new from the album version yeah let them suckers Mm. turn around ass up your what a little Spoken word under his breath. What key y'all in at two minutes and 20 seconds underneath some additional scratches that um, are, is new from the album version. And like you said, cleaning it up where he says, for those who know the number and don't call later for y'all. Uh-huh. It's just kind of this cute. Uh-huh. I don't need you rather right. than. I'm going to swear at you <laughs> kind of thing at two minutes and 46 seconds. 
souls and know the number don't call. <laughs> Later for y'all. Oh yeah, the chorus again. Don't know any pie. Oh, are these more options? Don't know <laughs> any pie. Uh-huh. I don't know. Don't know any. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't, I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know any. Do you know any by demo when he fly? Don't know any why. I don't under. I don't know what it is. I don't either. And the lyrics are nowhere to be found. No like written lyrics. So nope. The the one place I thought might have the lyrics for this did not. So you mean me? Well, other than you, my internet resources that sure. I sometimes use for these sorts of things. Exactly. Yep. We kind of devolves into a little bit of Bob George at the end too. Three minutes and twenty four seconds when he gets into. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. it's low and in yeah. the left channel. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, this is where the 18 and over connection is at three minutes and 43 seconds okay, when he you starts said rapping. Hide the bone earlier. I did? Yes. That's why I was like, ah. <laughs> that's why I was like, hide the bone. I thought it was 18 and over. I was going right, to say that. And you were like, no. Oh, well, I'm an <laughs> idiot. And it's all committed to tape. So <laughs> history will remember me as the man who got. Hide the bone wrong. <laughs> Mixed up with 18 and over. To be fair, those two particular two particular songs I always do couple together. Yeah. 18 and over and hide mm-hmm. the bone. Yeah. They're similar. Yeah. In nature. So, yeah. So it's the 18 and over. Not the same hide nothing. the bone. I was right. <laughs> I was right to say, are you sure? Yep. Take the victory here. Here are your flowers and your metal. <laughs> your presence is gift enough. No. It's enough of an award. No. This ain't nothing but a little funky Mac song mm-hmm. as he sings. Well, this ain't nothing but a little funky Mac song. All I'm saying is that I want to smack it all night long. On and on into the early morning. 18 and over was kind of meant to be part of a possibly come maxi single. Right. Um, so there are some connections there, but uh, he changes the lyrics from 18 and over also. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a different, definitely a different performance than what we get on Crystal Ball. Yes. Yeah. But the lyrics are the same up until this is your night and I'm going to do you real good. Uh huh. On the Crystal Ball version of 18 oh, and yeah. over, it's just like a Kimosabe Bone Ranger should. Uh huh. Which is, I think, why we get it confused with Hide the Bone because the Kimosabe Bone Ranger is hilarious. Yeah, that's true. And here it's the getting face down in them panties like I should <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Again, kind of playfully delivered. Mm-hmm. And it lacks the Dead Like Elvis, Poet 99 sample. Yeah, anywhere. Right. It's not anywhere. It's not there That's at like all. the crux of Face Down to me. Right. Like, I can't have Face Down without Dead Like Elvis. But here Prince is throwing us a curveball. I also, trying to make the connection with 18 and over and the Kimosabe Bone Ranger, I'm like, is Kimosabe really, like, is it an actual term? And yes, it is. It was used by the fictional Tonto as uh-huh. the Native American sidekick, what he called 
the Lone Ranger. Right. And it's actually derived from Gimozabi. Oh. And it <laughs> means, uh, it could be tra- translated as trusty scout or faithful friend. Oh, okay. So what you're telling me is they didn't have anybody who spoke the indigenous people's language on set for the Lone Ranger? I don't know that they had a budget for inclusion in <laughs> 1949. So probably right. not. No. Uh, it ends simply with kind of this bell. Ding. But I like this. It was a little similar to the Ultra Fantasy mix. It's like a re-recording, mm-hmm. retake. Right. Let's yeah, do this again. Version but let of me it. throw some other ideas in there. Mm-hmm. So very fun as a non-album track. Sure. Then we have the instrumental money mix. Mm-hmm. Shorter, a little shorter than the extended. As we mentioned, it still has the lyrics face down in it, despite the fact that it's quote unquote instrumental. Oh, you shouldn't be harping on these specifics. Oh, how dare I? And the crying, laughing woman appears several times. (laughs) Correct. It's like 57 seconds shorter than the extended rap money mix, but what exactly was removed and where it is? There's a minute missing and I can't find it. Okay. This is my... It's fine. Uh... P under the mattress moment. <laughs> P-E-A, not P-E. <laughs> um, it does have these fun organic finger snaps. Mm-hmm. The galactic space sound effect stuff at a minute and 39 seconds that's mm-hmm. in the rap money mix is here too. Yeah, and there's that natural sounding piano as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some little shakers. Um, It's not just the lyrics stripped away from the extended draft money mix. There's some changes there. Yeah. But it's fine. All good. I think if you yeah. hadn't heard the extended rap money mix, but you heard this instrumental mix, I don't know that you would be able to connect it with face down hmm. if it weren't for the face, face down, down chance. Oh, that's in fair. It. That's fair. So then we get an alternate reality. It's almost like we've <laughs> got the instrumental money mix. So we've gotten primarily Somebody just instruments. And here is the alternative universe for the instrumental money mix, which was, you know, no resung lyrics. And this is the actual album lyrics and Dead Like Elvis samples, which were missing from both the previous versions. And that's what's here for us. Right. Okay. We've we've seen this approach before, I would say less successfully with the jerk out uh, acapella, like these songs that aren't. I wouldn't say that they're they're bad vocal performances, but they're almost spoken lyrics, not sung. So an a cappella version is almost kind of goofy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The it's just shouting. It's echoey. There's it's, added echoes to it. There's almost like pinning of the volume level too, so it clips to a degree. Like it makes it almost more angry sounding. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be the intention there. Right. 
Um, and there are there. It's not just all acapella, of course. There's some guitar backing included. <laughs> of course, uh, yeah. have, you know we have lyrics in the instrumental mix, yeah. and we have music we, in we, the acapella. Right? right, exactly. We have instruments in the acapella. Ain't it kind of funny when you see the dawn? Sign the name they gave you, but when the mother turn around, ass up. Why not? All right, you can do what he wants. Yeah, um, and he edits it. The they drop out any yeah untoward language the word ass is there but mother oh. blank uh-huh. is where the cut was so i guess right. like the overtly oh. offensive words were right. dropped well, ass could be a donkey or you're behind sure it's, it's the it can go on you know television yeah, sure like broadcast yeah. television that they have to make acceptable for children something tonto could have said <laughs> with the Lone Ranger. <laughs> maybe not in 1949. Maybe not. Maybe not. As a little surprise at the end for Christy, I threw in one additional track. Oh, yes. Which is neither an official release nor an unofficial release. It is fan-made, but yes. I want to give mad props to uh, the individual behind a three-disc mm, fan mix i guess i would call it uh the dawn um so three cds filled with um versions and mixing and segueing and sequences um that includes everything from chaos and disorder the gold experience emancipation uh some of the truth a little bit of songs from crystal ball too just as this like mid 90s experience of prince music that was compiled and mixed in a way that is impeccable. It is glorious. It is so much fun. I did not know that the disc lengths for the Dawn are all 77 minutes and 7 seconds. So it's almost like, okay, Prince, you're going to make these 60-minute discs? (laughs) Look what a fan can do. Um, Yes, so have we said what's mixed together? We have not. We have not. So there's, uh, I think it's on the third disc. Now it is the dawn. It's a bootleg act three. Act three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's now, and then the next track is face down. But really, face down is like a coda for now. Now ends, and it picks back up with a mashup of face down sung over the beat and music to now. It is fabulous. It is so much fun so it plays all of now and is now is coming to the end before the screams yeah that's when we get face down mm-hmm. you know replete with dead like elvis oh, so yeah. we get all of the first verse lyrics then we get the chorus of now yeah yeah with face down chants over top of it oh, then yeah. the second verse then face down over the chorus of now and then the third verse and then we get those fantastic ending screams from now from now
So it really is, it really incorporates it as a part of the song now. Two of my absolute favorites from this time period and from all time from Prince. And here they are together and it's Mm, just delightful. This was my special gift to you in exchange for me completely screwing up. Hide the bone and 18, 18 and, and over, over. That's and then right. telling you to trust me. Yeah, the, I, I think the one saving grace, because I get the sense that you weren't very wild about the acapella version of Face Down, but I think it was that version of Face Down that allowed for this mix to sure. be made Sure, using the vocal track, because mm-hmm. it has the extra echo right. on it here that matches. Um, so, yeah. Comes to a fantastic end with... The Horns from Now and Dead Like Elvis from Poet 99. And it's just a fantastically fun listen. It's super fun. And I said earlier, you should contact us about what you think those lyrics are for the face down additional chorus, but I didn't say where you could find us. That's not important. (laughs) You can find us on Facebook, The Mountains and the Sea, a Prince podcast. You can find us on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. Or you can send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. You know, tell us uh, what you think those lyrics are or if there's a link to something that you want. I would love to know because I've been singing it nonsensically. For a very and long time. Without even knowing nope, it. You didn't, didn't even, even know. know you were singing it nonsensically. Nope. I'm like, what are those lyrics? And you're, yeah. you looked at me like, what lyrics can't you understand? Yeah, what? D- hey, dummy. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I with, said. Don't play with the money. I'm like, not that, before that. And you're like, oh, I don't know what those lyrics are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. <laughs> I'm not real wild about the ending of this podcast episode. <laughs> Well, let's make some selections. Fine, fine. That and that'll get the bad taste out of your mouth. So, time capsule. Sure. Even though it's not official, the now and face down mashup works so so well, and it's so of this mid '90s time. And two of my absolute favorite songs from this era together, that had to be my time capsule. That's where I had to put it also, because I didn't think it was fair to, it could be a mountain, but um, it was not something Prince put together or conceived. But it's a glorious use of release material, and I think the entire set, The Dawn, should be picked up by the estate and turned into like a anthology of the mid 90s uh, and drop it into the prince canon forever yeah it's great yeah um, start to finish it's excellent the person who made this thing has taken credit for it silently you can find it if you want to find it we'll we'll keep that out of the podcast we're not going to mention it but we appreciate uh their efforts uh yeah so the c for me despite the fact that it went into that wonderful mashup of now and face down the acapella face down, Mm -hmm. because there are just so many fun versions of face down. I don't need to come back to that particular one. That's not the one that's the most fun for me. So I'm not going to revisit it. So that's my C. This is a compelling (laughs) podcast when we just agree on things all the time, but yeah, there's nothing new to it other than, the echo effects, essentially. Right. Um, and like I said, we saw this approach 
with the jerk out acapella right. uh, in which if you listen closely you can hear the drums right it was almost like they didn't quite silence them just like they just turned them turned way them way down, down. Uh, yeah. yeah um so and when the song isn't even really sung more than it is spoken it doesn't lend itself to an acapella mix to me you know give me an acapella mix of purple rain maybe yeah or a door i yeah. don't know that face down is a place to do that so yeah. no I did appreciate that it seems like they took out the words that they wanted to omit before they p- applied the echo to it. Oh, sure. Because there is no yeah. echo of the words they were trying to get rid of. That's a good point. So, there are no remnants of words that rhyme with pucker. Mm-hmm, right, right, exactly. Or sucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm, or mother trucker. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. The mountain... Uh, for me, was the Face Down Extended Rap Money Mix. Um, it gives us a new way to listen to Face Down. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's not sweary prints, which I normally love. But the edits to the language don't feel so forced mm-hmm. for the most part. So I really enjoyed that. I agree. It wasn't like cringy. I'm now not swearing anymore, Prince, trying to cover up. Yeah you know where the swear words were it was just a kind of there was they were almost made more insulting by <laughs> later for y'all uh-huh. you know. so i'm with you there but okay. i have a different selection altogether oh, right. sorry we diverge oh finally i went with the ultra fantasy mix of somebody somebody i thought it was the best of the two new recordings of the song both of which i thought added something to the album version and were worthy takes um, the inclusion of the Camille-type voice and Rhonda's answering machine with her fun, smoky voice, and there were scratches and samples, and it was the right length somehow, being a minute shorter than the album version, so it doesn't yeah. get old or seem like overdone. And I just think, I can't really think of another ballad with remixes that I like as much as this. So there you go. I'm crowning you at the top of the mountain. Ultra fantasy edit. Excellent of somebody, somebody. That's right. Yes, that's great. Fantastic. That's great. All right. Well, next time, normally you do this part, but uh, since, you know, I know what's coming, or you're not surprising me with something new. Mm, uh, uh, Not until as of like three minutes before we started recording this very episode. (laughs) That's right. Which is why I'm going to go ahead and tell you what we're going to talk about next time. There are four videos from Emancipation. Somebody, somebody, betcha by golly, wow, the Holy River and Face Down all have videos. So we're going to talk about all four of those. Yep. And then we're also going to talk about whatever TV appearances that I can locate that are not Prince being the subject of the entire episode. So essentially, whatever he did outside of Oprah and Chris Rock. Right. We're going to take a look at. That's right. So whatever I can find. Sure. Right. So if I can't find there was a top of the pops performance, if I can't find that, we were not going to talk about it. So, you know, I bet we'll find it. Probably. I'm not worried. Okay. Well, that makes one of us. Thank you so much for listening. We know that you make a choice. We don't just come on the radio and we really appreciate it, especially when you listen to episodes like this that are uh, kind of obscure things. I mean, not that all of 90s Prince isn't on the a little on the obscure side, especially mid-90s Prince, but, um, you know, 
thanks for listening and tell a friend if you have any friends who might be interested and you haven't yet told them about the show please do share it with them and uh you know invite them to join us on social media and i think we're a relatively fun follow i try and get back to people who comment and things and I also think we're one of the few acapella podcasts out there. We deliver this entire thing without musical backing until post. (laughs) I don't know. Could be a selling point for some people. Sure. Until next time, happy purple listening, friends. Thanks for sticking with us.